This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. The Prime Minister has this message for tens of thousands of Canadian snowbirds. Canada's official travel, travel advisory is that all Canadians should avoid uh, international travel. Uh, the pandemic continues to cause significant challenges around the world, including in the southern United States, uh, and people are safest uh, when they stay at home in Canada. Okay, so the question is, will they listen or how many will listen and what of the others? Trudeau cautioned that anyone who does go down south had better make sure they have good travel insurance that covers COVID. Last spring, thousands of Canadians came back early when they realized they would not be covered. And now there are insurance options available. Sometimes insurance isn't the obstacles. Many snowbirds normally drive down. That is not happening. You have to fly, which means special arrangements to have a car down in Florida or wherever. And some people are spending thousands on that, but most cannot afford to do that. And of course, the overriding question is, is it safe in the face of the vast number of cases in the United States, the lack of mask mandates, the lack of adherence to things like social distancing that we have all seen. Now, let me give the numbers. I want to hear from you. Are you a snowbird? Do you normally even just take a few weeks down there? Are you trying to figure out what to do? Have you decided? You decided you're going to go. You decided you're not going to go. Maybe you're like me. You have friends and you're trying to talk them out of going. Maybe you're having better luck at that than I am. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And now I would like to bring in Martin Firestone, who is the president of Travel Secure, Penny Brown, a Canadian snowbird who's thinking about the trip to Florida, and David Kravitz, the chief marketing officer at CARP, who is actually in studio with me at a large distance and behind a bunch of layers of plexiglass. Welcome to you all. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, full disclosure, uh, Penny Brown and her husband are very good friends of me and my husband. We actually even visited them in Florida. So, Penny, how are you and what are you thinking about this year? It's a tough question and you've, you've put it very succinctly. We, we get up every day and the first thing we do is turn on the COVID numbers in Florida I have many, I'm totally, totally trying to figure it out. Many friends who are going and they're, they're going by private jet where they're one of eight people going down, hopefully to avoid the airports, which personally I don't think are the real problem. There's uh, Air Canada, which now has a 56 capacity passenger going down to Florida. 
which is pretty reasonable on the on again to to avoid the crowds at the airports. It seems to be that the problem is, as you say, not only what's happening in Florida, but how to get there in in, in terms of safety. Um, I think most of us today ship our cars down as opposed to drive them down, at least in the friends that I have. So it's not it's not an, an a huge expense to do so. Um, and in in those cars go all the stuff. All the clothes, all the the things that we take with us. The the real concern, obviously, is as you know, most Floridians. I'm just looking at pictures sent to me from friends already down there at um, a Porsche Club meeting. Are sitting side by side at a table outdoors, and I can't see one mask. Yep. Um, let's bring in uh, Martin Firestone. So uh, last spring, people came back in droves because they realized they weren't covered. But now there are options that will cover people if they get COVID. There are. There's every insurer has basically come to the table in one format or another, either embedded in the contract as COVID insurance or Various insurers have added riders with limited caps on them to send people away. But having said that, I, even in sales, uh, have an issue at this point with my clients or customers traveling. Uh, Go ahead. And what is your issue? The problem is, as we watch cases rise, as we watch hospitals overflowing and limited ICU beds, I truly worry at this point if one were to come down with COVID or symptoms of COVID and head it to a U.S. hospital, I'm worried about where our Canadians would stand in line there if the hospital was booked and had no uh, additional rooms. I'm worried about whether they would be able to be flown back by air ambulance and would there be an available bed in Ontario. All those things come into play. So when asked, I say, as long as there's a travel advisory in place, which there is, as long as a vaccine has not been distributed widely, which it hasn't, I have tremendous concerns in general about leaving our wonderful province. Yeah, I'll say. I mean, um, uh, and what Penny was saying about the pictures of people, probably, you know, friends of hers sitting outside, no masks, no uh, social distancing. David, you have hot off the press a uh, travel survey of CARP members, and there are a lot of snowbirds among CARP members. So what are they saying? Oh. Uh, this was Zoomer magazine readers uh, to find that way, and because travel, of course, is such an important uh, content pillar for the magazine, uh, we got we got twenty seven hundred responses to their plans, and um, the results were interesting. About a quarter of the people came back because of COVID. They were stuck down there. That was about fifty fifty those on holiday and fifty fifty snowbirds. So back they come. Three quarters of them, therefore, canceled bookings. They were in the middle of researching and blah, you know, all their things stopped. But the big question is, what are they going to do next? And in this survey, uh, only uh, under 10% of the people, whether it's for snowboarding or vacations, said they expect to be able to go back south this winter, just under 9%. The rest of them don't expect to travel south. And it's about a third, a third, a third. About a third say, we don't think we can travel till next spring or summer, which is not that far off. 
Another third say, I don't think I can travel till this time next year. So it's like a year away. And then about another third say, I don't think I can travel till 2022. Like I'm writing off all of 2021. So you've got about a third, a third, a third who really, per what Martin said, are actually sounding much more conservative about doing this. And only uh, under 10% think that, yeah, I'll be able to somehow get down there during the winter. So it's, it's they're very conservative about their plans. Okay, well, it's interesting. I'm seeing in numbers from another insurance provider that say back in September when they polled, 10%, only 10% said they'd make the trip. But now the weather's getting colder and suddenly those numbers are <laughs> yes. up to... 30%. Martin, are you seeing more people deciding to take the chance? Yes, actually. So it was quiet from March through to September, virtually zero calls. Then September inquiries. Can I get COVID insurance if I go away? I said to them, yes, you can. Then bingo. All of a sudden in October, we started selling a tremendous amount of travel insurance. The mentality was I'll bubble down there rather than stay up here and face the harsh, cold winter. And in theory, it sounds like it could work with the exception that the fear of contracting COVID. And, and one other thing I should say, travel insurance was, was around for years, and it was for all the million and one other things that could go wrong with you, slip and fall, car accidents, heart attacks, stroke. So we can't forget those things, that if you even had those incidents happen down in Florida now or Palm Springs or whatever, the fear of the hospital not being able to take you and help you should be paramount in people's minds at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, Penny, um one of the things I hear from people is, I'm going to be fine. Um, I have one friend who is already down there, and she said, oh, the place I live is is not like that. Uh, do you think that, that people are kind of rationalizing um, and not being realistic? It's a, it's a double-edged sword, and I, 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 of course, I'm just sitting here looking out the window and seeing a few snowflakes. And I'm doing exactly that rationalizing. Um, if you look at Dade County, the numbers are very high. If you look at Miami, the numbers are very high. But many of us, and as you've been to my place, Libby, live in quiet places like, like on the water in Naples. And um, my cardiologist and doctor friends down there are urging me to come down and say, but Penny, you'll be outside you don't have to go to events. You can walk on the beach. You can have your groceries delivered. So the chances of getting it when you're in warm, fresh air and outside most of the time are substantially less. I've even had one cardiologist send me a note saying 99% of people recover. That was this morning, which made me just laugh. Yeah, well, it, it depends if if you're one of the 99% and maybe if you have all those uh, cardiologist friends, you might get into the <laughs> hospital if you need to, but not everyone does. I, I want to uh, give the numbers out again and people I'd like to hear from you. So what do you think? Do you, uh, are these people just taking foolish chances? Are, are they delusional? Do you have anybody you want to talk out of doing this? Or do you think, uh, like Penny said, it, it's perfectly fine if you're going to be outside, uh, uh, you're going to limit your activities there the same way you would here. I mean, I don't know, when I uh, watch or, or even the people that we met in Naples, Florida, they just have very different ideas about what 
constitutes a, a infringement of their personal freedom. Uh, and those are the things that we think protect others. So, um, audience, I would like to hear from you uh, what you think of this conundrum. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And uh, let's take a call from Pat here in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Good afternoon. The real question I have is, what happens if you get COVID when you're down there? Um, Hello? Hello? Pat? Pat, you'll have to call. We're losing you. Okay, call back, Pat. Okay, uh, I think Pat had the same question that Martin Firestone had, uh, and that is what happens if you get sick down there. Um, Martin, um, what do you know what the situation in hospitals are now? Yeah, right now, from what I'm told in, in the Florida area, that it's uh, getting filled up tremendously, and that, that is the fear. The fear is you don't feel well. You say, I'll go to the hospital. You'll be in a, a hallway waiting there for who knows how long. And then I must tell you one other aspect. Some of my clients are saying, I'll hop in a plane and come home. That's false to think that way because you know what? If you are experiencing a fever of some sort or symptoms, you'll get to the airport. I suspect there'll be some kind of pre-screening. They'll do a temperature check and you're just sitting with 103 fever and say, you know what? You're not getting on this commercial plane back to Canada and they're going to send you right back to the hospital. So so the, the answer is not I'll hop on a plane and come home. And I think that's really got to be made very clear to people. Um, yeah, unless, uh, like some of Penny's friends, they're in private planes. But, but, uh, but Martin makes a really key point because CARP, our members, we have travel insurance. And I think the key difference is, if I can just quickly say, Martin was right. In a normal year, you're assuming you're going to get the treatment and therefore the only consideration is financial. Does my insurance cover it? Yes, it does. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to get treatment. I hope it doesn't happen. But if it does, it gets paid for. Now the treatment itself is flaky. Maybe I'm lining up in the corridor. Maybe the hospital has been overwhelmed. Maybe. So that's the real issue. It's not so much if you get treated, is somebody going to write the check? It's are you going to get treated in the first place? Yeah, um, we've got Pat back, and I think that's his concern. Hi, Pat. Yes, that is my concern. Uh, You know, I've had experience with people, for instance, who've had a broken hip. And while it'd be nice to fly back to Canada, you can't automatically get into a hospital here. Um, and, and so I don't think anybody is going to, well, I would be reluctant as a pilot to be flying somebody back with COVID. So they're going to have to get service down in uh, the States where they're at critical uh, stage right now. So uh, insurance, as, as your guest is saying, may not save you. Well, yeah, it's interesting. And I'm reminded a a very good friend of mine, her son had a terrible accident in uh, Barbados a number of years ago. And uh, he had the insurance and he had like the he was medevaced back here. But the big issue was getting him into a hospital here when the problem had from the outside. And I just think... I don't know if people are really thinking this through. Pat, do you normally go away? No, I don't. Okay, well, there you go. Do you have friends you have to convince? Oh, I have lots of friends. And I'm hearing stories of people taking helicopter rides over to uh, Buffalo and picking up their car there, which has been shipped over, 
or people who have uh, bookings on airlines for January. Um, and, you know, everybody's sort of living in hope. But when you look at what's happening every day, report on CNN, I mean, I would be very reluctant to go down there unless you've got all your estate planning done at the same time. <laughs> Good idea. Good point. Good point. Okay, Pat, that's enough. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Okay. Uh, uh, Penny, what do you think when you hear that? It definitely rings alarm bells for me. On the other hand, when when you're sick right now and you're trying to get into the hospital, COVID or not, our hospitals are, are reaching a lot of capacity in a lot of areas, um, and the numbers say that COVID, now this, this is what I've read, could, could easily triple here in the next couple of months, and side by side compared to some areas of Florida, we're, we're going to be relatively equal. I oh, think. I know we're not going to be equal. They're, they, they have surpassed us, uh, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, per capita. They're, they're already, um, multiple times where we're at. So yes, we, we are possibly headed to be overwhelmed, but, uh, we're way behind them on that note. Right now, prior to being inside all winter, and uh, not having the ability to be outside, on, I mean, it's it's. I'm, you can tell I'm rationalizing so yeah. that I can go. Um, and like many people who hit a certain age, you, it's a double it's a double edged sword. You miss a whole year of your life, so to speak, which you for 20 years. So many of us have gone down and been in the warmth and been healthy because we've been in the warmth. Versus the concern, obviously, of of getting sick. Well, yeah, and that could also, um, you know, put a damper on the on the rest of your life. Um, Penny, what are your you other friends? I mean, you've talked to your friends who are in Florida. What about those who are here that go down? What are they saying? They're just saying exactly what they want to say. And here, my my friends are leaving starting the twelfth of December when the the Air Canada uh, special. Flights go down with 56 people, and they're saying, I'm going to stick to myself. I'm so used to it from doing it here. I'm going to social distance. I'm not going to party. I'm not like Floridians. I'm going to have my groceries delivered. I'll be living relatively the same life, but in warmth, walking on the beach. Okay. Uh, Libby, not to sound controversial, but she touched on such an interesting point here. Albeit if that Air Canada flight does in fact take off, I had an incident with three clients Saturday evening. We were scheduled to go to Palm Springs on December the 18th and got an email from Air Canada telling them that unfortunately the flight has been cancelled due to COVID, health and travel advisories and something to that effect. So not even a suggestion of another flight that's going the next day or anything like that. Now this is what's scary because in fact, Air Canada, who offers free COVID-19 travel insurance embedded in the ticket when people buy it, that is going to Florida, now is suggesting that the Palm Springs flight has been canceled because of COVID. So there's there's something that's just not lining up here, and that's a scary thought. So even people that have these flights scheduled could get that email suggesting that it's been canceled. It's quite true. But the three, the two-and-a-half-hour flight to Florida, and again, I'm far from being a doctor, I'm told is less 
worrisome than the five-hour flight going to California. Well, it, I'm, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm not even suggesting that that the flight is a problematic area. It may be the flight didn't fill. So, I mean, that's a whole other discussion for another day. But, uh, yeah, the flight has never been the problem when I'm talking to clients. I, I suspect whether it be private jet or even commercial, they'll get through that portion of it. That is hardly the problem in the overall scheme of things. Yeah, that's uh, what we're hearing. Yeah. You know, I have friends even traveling in Canada. They say the airports are deserted. It's 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 exactly. not a... a a huge deal. We've heard that the their air circulation is good. the The problem is what happens if you get sick when you're down there. I, I want to take a couple more calls. We've got Kim in Mississauga. Hi, Kim. Hello, Libby. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, I just wanted to let uh, you know that yeah, we we were planning on having a cruise next uh, next March, and it was already booked. Uh, we were notified, uh, in August that it was being canceled and it was being put over and, uh, we're leaving now on February the 28th in 2022. It's one of these cruises that's, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, well, actually it's a Star Trek cruise. Okay. And and it's got, it's got a lot of, uh, celebrities on it and everything else. So the celebrities are signing up for 2022, so... Hopefully, uh, it will go then and, uh, we'll be fine. But, uh, we were very, very concerned about, uh, it going off, uh, in, uh, next year. So, yeah, what, uh, we were thinking, thinking of canceling it at that time. So. I've got, if you're following, uh, on, uh, on, uh, the internet, yeah, we've got our, we've got our fingers done and Live it's what's the word? Prosper. Live well and prosper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> So okay. thanks very much. Okay, you're Take welcome. Care. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go to Neil in Strathroy. Hello, Neil. It's Nelson. Good Nelson, I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Um, the one issue I have is, let's say if these snowbirds do get stuck in, in Florida or Texas or California, wherever they go, and they do have to stay in these um, outside of the country, how will their family members then be able to... Uh, be able to pick up their remains if they happen to pass away. Like, how will they be able to say goodbye to them? Uh, oh dear, <laughs> I'm. I yeah. I have some questions have no good answers. Uh, some thank you, David. Some questions <laughs> have no good answers. But one of the things I'm I'm thinking of. I mean, think back to what happened to those people who were stuck on cruise ships, mm-hmm. and think back if there are suddenly uh, a, a large number of people in Florida who can't get into hospitals. I mean, how is our government, uh, which is not great at helping out people who get stuck overseas, you know, what's going to happen then? Mark, do you have a thought on that? I mean, can you see a situation like that? Sorry. Martin, um, sorry. Martin, yeah. So, so you know, even yesterday, Trudeau's announcement, there's something so bizarre about it, because at the end it said to check the regional hospital in the area that you're attending to see if it's, if it's um, up to capacity, this is fluid. Like, I mean, it could be wide open today, but in one week, the place could be packed. So I'm not so sure that's an answer. With respect to getting you back, I mean, God forbid, in the circumstances the caller gave, repatriation forms part of any contract with an insurance company as far as bringing you back. Um, But he makes a good point. Family couldn't come down to see you if you were ill. And that's a huge point that many of my clients are saying their kids in fact, they're telling them, please don't go. We won't be able to get down there to see you if you take ill. 
And it, it presents a, a major problem. And their answer is simply, I'm 85 years old. I don't know how many more years I can travel. And quite frankly, I'm going to go and I'm going to roll the dice. That's the mentality. This is, this is really important, if I can uh, just jump in, because relating back to something Penny said, where, you know, Naples isn't Dade County or, or Palm Springs County or Miami County. Uh, in the end, the snowbirds and the Zoomer generation, if you will, are going to decide for themselves. And if your circumstances are such that you can isolate and the only challenge is getting there, and I, I don't know Penny's circumstance, but probably after all those years, you have medical facilities down there, you have doctors down there, you have resources. Another snowbird who's living in a high-rise apartment building in Boca Raton with 80 jillion people crammed in there may be in a different situation. So um, everybody's got to assess their, do their own risk assessment. How am I going to get there? What happens when I'm there? How am I going to get back? And I think we're going to find when it's all over, some will go and the majority probably won't go. Okay, Nelson, thanks for your call. Okay, have yourselves a great afternoon. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what? Martin, I think to a certain extent, somebody who says, I'm 85, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this, to a certain extent, hey, that's a, a, a valid argument, and it's the same type of argument that we hear, uh, you know, when you're cutting off visits in nursing homes, you know, it's, but on, and on the other hand, you know, if somebody gets sick here, their family won't be able to see them either. Exactly. That's true, too. That's true, too. So, um, yeah, I I do get that. But if uh, you're staying here and you're being very careful and chances are you won't get it, I think your chances are of not getting it are better here than in a place that is already overwhelmed with people who, frankly, don't buy into the measures that uh, help us avoid this. I mean, go ahead. I, I was suggesting that when I talk to people, here's the pecking order, for lack of a better word. If you own a home or a townhouse, that, that, that's one avenue to go down. You feel you can keep yourself isolated. If you are in a, a low-story condo, five floors or something, that's another one. A gated community is another one. Who we lost this year for sure is renters. I can't see anybody that wanted to rent and put out $30,000 and then if they had to cancel because of COVID, it wouldn't have worked even if they bought trip cancellation insurance. So no renters booked their place this year. So they're out of the picture. And, of course, hotels. I can't imagine during Christmas anybody that would want to go to a hotel, lobbies with 500 people in them, 34 floors in an elevator, all these areas that just COVID would be a, a super spreader, for lack of a better word. So that's sort of who I could even see going is people who own a residence in, in a country in Florida or, yeah. or Palm Springs or something like that. Okay. Well, um, Penny uh, and Jim own a condo in Naples and it's a low rise. Yep. So are, are you feeling, we have to wrap things up. So Penny, are you feeling better or worse after this about going? I'm still divided. Everything that you've said is validity. There's truth in it. But again, it's about rolling the dice and feeling if you're in, a, as we are, in a very small building where you can take the stairs or take an elevator with just one person in it. The the worry is for I think all of us whether we're we're you're right there are no renters is that in the states people can come from Michigan they can just 
get on a plane because it's not just Canadians that go down to Florida in the winter. It's a lot of Americans in the northern states, and many of them are have a great deals of COVID, and there's no self-isolation when you get there. For us, that's the biggest fear. The chances are we'll go. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to keep working on you. I warn you that now. But, but um, Libby, I'm trying to get you to come down. Oh, right. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, Martin, what would you like to leave us with? I would just say that even in a sales capacity, and this is my business and that's what I do, I am recommending on the record that I don't think now is the time to travel. I have written off the 2020-21 snowbird season, for lack of a better word. I think we need to hold tight wait and see what happens actually in a couple of days with the travel advisory, although I am sure it's going to get extended another 30 days, if not longer. I think we all have to be prudent, think this one out and realize that we really do live in a wonderful country here, that we have a healthcare system, that we can go to an emergency room in our hospital here, be looked after, paid for, and not expose ourselves to, to really what could be a very, very scary situation. Uh, Martin, I have to say, uh, I really applaud your concern for your clients over financial considerations. David, 15 seconds. Zoomers are going to do what Zoomers do. <laughs> some will go, <laughs> some will stay, and a lot are going to go to Vancouver <laughs> uh, okay. just, to, just to get out of town, but where it's not freezing cold. Okay. Um, that's all the time we have. Uh, Free for All Friday is coming up. We can take this conversation up again. Thank you so much, Penny Brown, Martin Firestone, and David Kravitz. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.